As we begin our penitential season of Lent, we would do well to reflect on Psalm 51. It is prayed every Friday with morning prayer in the liturgy of the hours. Be merciful, Lord, for we have sinned. For I acknowledge my offense, and my sin is always before me always. Against you only have I sinned and have done what is evil in your sight. Very similar to our opening hymn this morning or this afternoon. Hear us, almighty God. Show us your mercy. Sinners, we stand here before you. I presume we have all heard the phrase, the greatest deception which Satan has ever committed was to convince the world he did not exist. It was first coined in the 19th century by French poet Charles Baudelaire and was quoted through the years by many great evangelists, preachers, and homilists, from Venerable Bishop Fulton Sheen to Reverend Billy Graham and to Pope Francis. But perhaps a greater deception by Satan has been convincing people that his existence doesn't really matter because God is so merciful he will not send anyone to hell. I was reflecting on those thoughts when I came upon a sketch created by Michelangelo titled, The Damned Soul, The Fear, Anguish, and Regret I Saw in the Face of That Great Artist Subject Shook Me and Gave Meaning to Our Lenten Call for Repentance in This Life. Satan is real. Hell does exist. And yes, God is merciful, but he is also just. While Satan is an unrelenting tempter, our Lord will not let us be tempted beyond our ability to resist if we but strive to follow the commandments and to love the Lord our God with our whole heart, with our whole mind, and our whole soul, and our neighbor as ourselves. In today's gospel, we are given a roadmap to fight the temptations of Satan. Jesus, our Savior, allowed himself to be tempted in the desert because he chose to do so. He did so out of love for us and to teach us how to triumph over temptation. However, since he was perfect, he could only be tempted externally. Holy Mother Church teaches us that there are three levels of temptation. First, suggestion, that is external temptation, which we can undergo without committing sin, just as our Lord did in the desert. Then, temptation in which we take a certain delight, whether prolonged or not, even though we do not give clear consent. At this level, our temptation has become internal and has some level of sinfulness to it. And finally, temptation to which we consent. This is always sinful. And since it affects the deepest part of the soul, 
It is always internal. In, God, in today's gospel, Satan, the first temptation Satan uses against Jesus is that of physical and personal desire. While he uses bread to tempt our Lord, it is presented here as an equivalent for all created things. Anything we place before our God and his call to service to others. Christ's response to Satan's temptation is, one does not live by bread alone. Our desire for food, wealth, prestige, recognition, even family, must never come before our love of God and neighbor. We must not prefer creation over the creator. Satan's continued temptations of Jesus are a great lesson for us and how we can expect him to approach us. Notice how he adjusts himself to the one being tempted. Jesus quotes the Bible to express his commitment to live by God's word, and so the devil turns to the Bible to press his additional attacks. For each of us, he will find that thing, that belief, that desire which is special to us and use it in our temptation. In these temptations, Satan is enticing Christ to challenge God's worthy, trustworthiness just as he tries with Jesus. He will tempt each of us to subject the Father's promises to verification. Jesus' response in the gospel is a lesson for us. You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. We are called to trust in God. In his dialogue with St. Catherine of Siena, our Lord stated, Why do you not put your trust in me, your creator, because your trust is in yourselves? Am I not faithful and loyal to you? With another temptation, Satan takes the gloves off and promising to give him all the kingdoms of the world. He will, if he will prostrate yourself and worship me, Satan is tempting our Lord to accomplish his messianic objectives, to receive kingly power and internal, international glory without any of the humiliation or torment he is called to endure. Jesus has refused the offer to serve himself rather than his mission from the Father. He has declined the challenge to test the Father's goodwill, and now he is asked to repudiate the Father altogether by surrendering himself to the lordship of Satan, the ruler of the world. Satan is offering Jesus success without the effort are we ever tempted to take a shortcut in life, to achieve success without putting forth the effort, to take the easy way out, which may likely hurt ourselves or others? Our pilgrimage on earth cannot be exempt from trial. 
Lent is a time to reflect upon our lives, a time for repentance, a time of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, not in and of themselves, but to develop a discipline and, and, and to offer penance for the wrongs we have done and strengthen us in our resolve to love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. In short, to live our life that we may, in the words of a short prayer my wife has posted on the dashboard of her car, become a saint. <laughs>